Hello, foodies, and welcome to the Dining on the Dime podcast. We give you the latest foodie news, give you tips to help you save on monthly food budgets, and we'll throw in some recipes and cookie tips, too. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Wilson and John Cole. Welcome, everyone, to the greatest podcast in the history of our great sport. My name's Kevin Wilson. J. Cole. Jim Hassan. And we are reared up today because we have a very special guest from the Sugar House Casino at 1001 North Delaware Avenue. We have, and an alumni of Hell's Kitchen, Chef Andrew Pierce and Dominique Frio, the general manager. Chef uh, Pierce is the executive chef. They are here. They will join us at 30 minutes into the podcast. They're going to take it's over. It's a new segment called Rip Gordon Ramsay. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. We're going to have a lot of fun, but they work at uh, Hugo's uh, Frog and Chop House. And here's the thing. Probably the most underrated uh Steakhouse in the entire city. It's one of the best steakhouses you'll ever go to. I'm man enough to admit that we I slept on this place, um, so I'm glad to have him here. Uh, you know, we talk all the time on this show. Brett Z and I uh, were there <laughs> for <laughs> for a Yelp event when they first opened, and it was uh, the most uh, amazing uh, food experience I had in the city. One of one of Ow. the most. Hugo's yeah. Frog Bar and Chop House inside the Sugar House Casino, ten oh one North Delaware Avenue. They so, are our special guests. More so than the candied bacon wings, the Frog <laughs> House can't uh, possibly be true. I mean, they will be joining us thirty minutes into the hour. I'm going to read the my Philly dish news every Tuesday through Friday. We are played. At 11 a.m. on IndiePhilly.com. So like let's 274 other stations. Yeah, right. right. I've right. lost track. Uh, speaking of that, I want to say hello to our good friends in our new syndication market, WMLD in Hudson Valley, New York. Hello from all of us. 1 p.m. on Monday, we are played on WMLD, but Tuesday through Friday, 11 a.m. IndiePhilly.com. So let's read the news from the pages of Philly Bite Magazine. It's Kevin Wilson here from Dining on a Dime with this week's edition of My Philly Radio, your source for the latest food and beverage news for the entire Philadelphia region. All right, first, between now and October 26, Morgan's Pier will transform itself into a wonderland complete with twinkling lights, fall decor, and seasonal beers and weekly events, and a brand new menu by Chef John Adair. Cafe Juanez, the all-day Mexico City-inspired BYOB dinner, is excited to announce a fun new happy hour known as Hora de la Popa, boasting a variety of items including chips and guacamole, Mexican corn, moletes, tostados. I'm in. uh, Frescas and margarita mixer pitchers available Monday through Friday. Do we have a pre-recorded apology to the Latino community for butchering (laughs) the pronunciation of all their stuff? Uh, If we don't, I'm sorry. I'll try to find someone to do one. (laughs) In honor of World Vegetarian Day on Tuesday, October 1st, uh, restaurants nationwide will offer $5 veggie five burgers. Featuring crispy plant-based burger is packed with 20 grams of protein that looks, cooks like a traditional beef. Featuring a single Beyond Meat patty topped with pickles, tomatoes, mayonnaise, mustard, ketchup, and American cheese. Uh, And finally, Iron Hill Brewery and Restaurant, one of our favorite spots, announced that they have signed a full-scale production brewery in Exton, PA. Ooh. With an expected opening soon, uh, located at the shops on Eagleville, Eagleville Boulevard, the facility w- will be known as Brewery and Tap House. I just want to make it clear to everyone, my printed copy cut off at the end. That so is you why. can go up there, uh, hit, Honda, hit the Exton Han Dynasty, and then go get some beers over there. Not only that, but I noticed they didn't need another brew facility until me and like a group of 20 people were over at Iron Hill Voorhees yesterday and drank until they tapped. <laughs> Yeah, so this is some exciting news. Well, yesterday uh, was National Drink Beer Day. Drink beer day and now today's National Coffee Day. So <laughs> Which, and of course, to the surprise of no one, I'm lugging 20 ounces of, you know, yeah, coffee but in here. That is the My Philly Dish segment. Every week we usually do it in segment three, but today we have Chef Andrew from uh, Hugo's Frog Bar and Chop House. Uh, we're so excited to have him. Let me just give you guys a couple facts about the uh, 
power lunch that they offer. It's a Hold quick- on one second. I, w- I meant to get this before we get... Yeah, I, sure. I kind of want to get this little sort of downer out of the way. And I don't want people to think there's going to be a downer when the show starts every week. Last week, we kind of had a little conversation about Carl Ruiz. Uh, this week, I just wanted to give a little shout out to the family of Ron from Clean Drop Mobile. Yes. He's called our show. Um, I've interacted with him on this show and several other shows. Really good guy. Literally spent decades in the industry working on uh, not the sexiest part of food, you know, cleaning up and, you know, nobody wants to do the dishes, right? Uh, Ron decided to take them on himself to do the dishes to help people with health issues. Um, I know a nice way to put this. His wife tweeted and put on social media that Ron had passed away this week. Apparently he'd had an an illness that people weren't aware of. He kept it to himself. Uh, you know, wherever Ron is, you know, God bless him and his family. We want to thank him for being part of, uh, you know, dining on a dime. He was great for us. Um, you know, I mean, these, these things happen. And I think it's a good thing that not to be self-serving, but if there's somewhere you want to go eat, if there's somewhere you want to go see someone you want to call, do that. Don't wait. Yeah, Ron was a year older than I was. And I know there's people out there going, J. Cole, you're as old as F. Well, yeah, okay. But still, you know what I mean? Don't delay. We're going to be talking in a little while about a tremendous steakhouse in yes. Philadelphia, one right? Of the, one uh, of the best. Bottom of the hour, one of the best in the city, which I slept on. Other people who, quote unquote, rate these things Absolutely. slept on. Uh, you know, Brett Z and, and, and Jim were the only people that were on this thing. So go sooner rather than later. Absolutely. And I just want to... go ahead, Kevin. Get back to I just have doing. to do a clarification. My print sheet cut off, so I want to make sure we're very good friends of the show, Iron Hill Brewery. So I want to make sure I do that again. Iron Hill Brewery and Restaurant announced that they have signed a lease for their fir- first full-scale production brewery in Exton, Pennsylvania, with an expected opening of summer of 2020. It's going to be located at the shops on Eagle View Boulevard. The facility will be known as Iron Hill Brewery and Tap House. I want to make that clear because Iron Hill is a good friend of the show, and I wanted to make sure I read that kill it out there. I, I know the area. My, uh, my sister and a friend lived out there. There's really not a lot. I mean, there's a lot out there, but there's not, like, there's breweries and things like right. that. And my print sheet, as well. live radio goes, it cut off, so I wanted to make that clear. Uh now, let's talk about uh, Hugo's, because we have the executive chef coming on at 530. I want to make sure I tell our audience exactly some of the good stuff you can find at Hugo's. They have a power lunch, which is a quick option for business people or those on the go who want a fine dining steakhouse experience. Uh, the guests can walk in and ask for the power lunch menu. It'll, ha- it'll have them in and out in 40 minutes or less, which Here's, is here's what you do. You walk in, uh, you put... You you put ten dollars on black, <laughs> and if you win, you go you go right into Hugo's. And let me tell you, the menu includes a choice of super salad, entree, and dessert, all for twenty dollars. So you can't beat it. Uh, they also have fall menu and regular specials. Uh, the menu includes for the fall includes a refresh of seasonal items such as the harvest salad, pecan crusted salmon, crab ravioli, ooh, and more. In addition to the new menu, kind of speaking my language. Yeah, I hear you. I, I, suddenly, I'm real. I actually, right I actually read it twice. I was like, crab route. Oh yeah. <laughs> John's t- chair creaked when you <laughs> said it. Absolutely did. But in addition to those new menu items, uh, Hugo's has Buckus Shuck one dollar oysters on Thursdays and live music as you're dining. A lot of people like to look for entertainment. I wonder if he needs an oyster shucker. I don't know. Yeah, yeah Jim, ha- Jim Hassan. And guests, Man of a thousand and two, John. Maybe a thousand and three. And guests can also enjoy the headliner special at Hugo's for all of their event performances. Bring your concert ticket on the night of the show, and you'll get 15% off your meal. That's a great deal. Uh, one more thing. They also have private dining. Uh, the chef, Andrew, when, when we were chatting before the show, told me about this, and I, I thought it was great. Uh, Hugo's is offering special private dining options that are perfect for work or family parties for the upcoming holiday season. Didn't he mention they have like a 10,000 square foot like it's, private uh, dining facility or, or like banquet facility or something? And like it's that? so ridiculous to how great this is. I mean, I'll give you an example. My experience in my book, I talk about, I was at the Palm Steakhouse, which is one of my favorite spots. I was there during Christmas and they were having a Christmas party. And it takes a lot of skill for them to uh, be able to wait on their customers in a timely manner while having Christmas parties at the facility. You know what I mean? 
So uh, I was more than beyond happy with my experience at the Palm because I saw that they were able to handle that crowd from the Christmas party and then handle my, uh, you know, my dinner. And, and last night at, because um, I work at Royal Boucherie too, uh, we had a we had an actual wedding at Royal Boucherie. Oh, an actual terrific. wedding. Somebody was married there, and uh, as well as service downstairs. So yeah, it's uh, it's that's not awesome. easy, but it can be done. And I know that probably Hugo does it really well. Yeah, absolutely. And one last thing, because this is. Uh, some of the research we've done about Hugo's, uh, they have off-menu specialty items that can be prepared for any private dining parties. Uh, guests can create their own personalized dining experience, which is outstanding. Uh, the, the dessert, I, I, I'm trying to remember the dessert exactly. It was some kind of like cheesecake or, or um, carrot cake, I think. Oh, it was wow. Out of this world. And, and my foodie <laughs> friends, let's go off script. Uh, my foodie friends always talk about their crab cakes. They said, believe it or not, not only does Hugo's have an amazing steak, but they also offer some of the best crab cakes in the city. So anyway, Chef Andrew from uh, Hugo's, executive chef, Hugo's uh, Philly. Also, he is an alumni of Hell's Kitchen, is joining us at 530. I just wanted to read those uh, talking points up front so that the people just joining joining us can know that uh, we'll be talking about them at 530. Uh, Their website, hugosphilly.com. You can find them on Facebook and Instagram at at Hugo's Philly, H-U-G-O-S Philly. So we got all the talking points out of the way. Now we can have a nice, relaxed conversation with Chef. Uh, What we're going to do is we are uh, being played on our new station, WMLD, in Hudson Valley, New York. We want to say hello to the great people out there. It's 1 o'clock on Monday for them. (laughs) Here's if they can like email at some point over the week like i want to know what the the regional food is absolutely right dining on a dime at yahoo.com email us yeah, some of your uh, favorite regional foods in the hudson valley and we will tell have, me what you guys eat out there like what is what is it i mean i know that I'm, and think, I will I'm thinking it's them. subs i think that it's one of the regions where they call a hoagie a sub oh is it okay. I, i'm well, thinking I, that i will but they can tell me if i'm wrong i will forward the emails from our friends in hudson valley to jim hassan <laughs> and you guys give them your food tips and stuff and uh, we'll read it on the show next sunday <laughs> it'll be hieroglyphics because it'll all be like middle fingers <laughs> yeah. Yeah. what's the eggplant mean uh um uh I literally once drove my friend and I drove to Pittsburgh to get a Primanti Brothers. So oh, I'm wow. not I'm not I'm not a, like I'm not afraid to drive to get Oh, to, me too. Yeah. To I'll, I'll take 10 buses to get a good meal. Uh one more thing is I want to let everyone know that our website has been upgraded. Uh if you go to phillyrestaurantreviews.com, you will see over 400 restaurant reviews with photos to every uh, restaurant review. You also have food articles about the restaurant scene in Philadelphia. And now our brand new audio food tour. And I want to explain this real quick because we only have a minute left in the segment. Uh, The purpose of the audio food tour is if you have friends or family visiting Philadelphia, the average food tour in Philadelphia costs people $40. So if you have a family with five kids, you got to pay $40 times whatever amount of people you have. You don't think people just run out on the bill? (laughs) So if you go to phillyrestaurantreviews.com, everybody that's been in this studio are are industry experts. Uh, We're not going to give you tourist traps. We gave you uh, real recommendations for the best cheesesteaks, best hoagies, and the idea is save your family some money, pay us, you know, the $5 listening fee, and we will give you the best bang for your buck because you don't have to pay five times like you would on a city food tour. You just pay the $5 one time and you have that episode. Our episodes include Reading Terminal. Uh, we did an episode about East Pass Young Avenue, one of the top 10 uh, foodie tourism streets in America. Uh, you can just simply tell your friends and family to go to phillyrestaurantreviews.com Click on Audio Food Tour, and we will save them, thir- most of the time, $35 per person. Because once you pay the $5 listening fee, you get unlimited uh, access to that show. So we've done shows for every tourism spot in the city. You just go to phillyrestaurantreviews.com, click on the Audio Food Tour, pay $5 for your whole family to get the best restaurant recommendations instead of $40 per person. And now, William. You can listen to the Dining on a Dime podcast every Monday at 1 p.m. on WMLD, the voice of the Hudson Valley, New York. 
or download their app or simply tell Alexa to play WMLD. And on every Tuesday through Friday at 11 a.m., we're on IndyPhilly.com. Okay, we're back. Segment two is going to be featuring John Cole, who is a very successful restaurant consultant, and Jim Hassan, who is the grill master at Grubhouse Philly in Philadelphia uh, at the beautiful Borscht Building. Uh, we should have prepared something. Uh, Jim Hassan. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, you, you were talking about the East Passion uh, Tour. Uh, I once did a... Uh, a bachelor party where we started at Broad Street and then just worked our way oh, up East wow. Passion. To the and jail. By the time we got to uh, Pat's and Gina's, we were uh, it, was, it was not it was not pretty. Uh, Gina <laughs> sees a lot of that, man. I'll tell you yeah. right now. So you guys are talking about a dough app? You said uh, what the pizza dough thing? Yeah, we thought we talk a little bit about uh, you know we talk a little bit about fun stuff to do with pizza dough. Nice. Um, I've been, yeah, I've been working with pizza dough. Well, for, Jim's for been working with pizza dough, and I will, if I'm in a place where I can't get good pizza, and I'm going to turn this over more to Jim, but uh, if I'm in a place where I can't get really good pizza, chances are it's not necessarily the fault of the dough. Uh, the place might be using lower quality cheese. They might be using, God forbid, some kind of canned sauce or something. Um, and they're out there. I know people will be like, oh, not in New Jersey. Yes, in New Jersey. Peach Genovese is doing another thing this week on best pizza, best pizza. This week, he's looking for the best new pizza joints. Um, I've suggested Pete go find Johnny Longhots in Marlton. They've only been open about two years. And I got to tell you, and I've mentioned this before, food is really good. There's a reason it's called Johnny Longhots. You got a tender tummy. Mm, you know, maybe mention that before they chop up nine roasted Longhots on, on your roast pork sandwich. But a nice way to dodge out of my neighborhood doesn't have much in the way of pizza is in this involves you learning how to cook a little bit. So I already hear listeners going, oh, uh, uh, stop with the DoorDash or whatever between their data hack and the extra prices. You guys are paying like $36 for like a 12 inch sub. Stop it. Um, get the dough. Now, I understand making pizza dough is process in and of itself. Our, our listeners are pretty lazy, which is why right. they're listening to us instead of doing something on a Sunday. <laughs> um, but the truth is, get the dough. You can do a lot with pizza dough. Sweet, savory, and I'm going to kick it over to Jim to talk a little bit more specifically about it. But this is like simple stuff. It's, I mean, actually, even making pizza dough is not that difficult. I mean, you're, you're talking about yeast, water, flour, you know, a little bit of salt, a little bit of sugar. And that's the base of almost every pizza dough. And, and that's all, almost everybody, maybe, I mean, the yeast, yes or no, but like, a, a, you know, a, a three pack of yeast is like 99 cents. So, yeah. you know, make sure you have that in your house. Um, yeah, you, you throw those things together, uh, figure out the, you know, the consistency. You can take, and then you can take that, put it in your refrigerator and, and just like, st- use it all week. It's 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 so simple, and, and and a lot of people are buying the bobblies, they're buying the frozen pizza dough, and I, I think it's just easier to to make it yourself at home, and it's so versatile. You can customize the flavors, <clears throat> you know. Let's be honest, Bobbly or whoever, and I'm not hammering any one brand. No, yeah, I mean, we it's used frozen to... pizza, or what's the other <clears throat> one? They have like take and bake or whatever, mm-hmm. where it's like a raw pizza, and you bring it home, it stays in yeah, your fridge. Yeah, we used to have too. Mama's take home pizza. Yeah, or whatever, but, yeah, there's nothing wrong with this stuff. This is a way to give you better value, which is sort of the DNA of our show, right? Um, And give you more control. I know pizza people that would be like, man, I really wish I could get a pizza with Pepidus, but my local joint doesn't have it. Well, you've got two options. You can go to your local joint and stop, you know, at the Acme, as the people Mm -hmm. across the river will say. Grab a $6 jar of Pepidus and bring them into your pizza joint. Or you can get pizza dough. And you can make your own pepidou and mortadella pizza at home if that's the. Also, I think uh, you know, invest in a um, a pizza stone. Uh, It's it's usually like anywhere from like twenty to fifty dollars. It's like a terracotta little disc that you can put in your oven. You heat it up. Invest in that because you'll you'll see it makes your pizza so much crisp, uh, crispier, and and nicer. And also a pizza peel. You'll need. You're supposed to put the pizza. Stone in, stone in the, in the oven and like let it cook, you know, heat up for about you know an hour or so, um, and then a pizza peel too. Which it, people say, what, what's a pizza peel? Pizza peel is simply like you've seen it. It's the wooden little paddle, it's the paddle thing. Yeah, yeah, it's I the mean, paddle thing. Uh, I know invest people in those things. Have metal ones, they have wooden ones. Personally, uh, I, I like the wooden ones. 
I like the wood, yeah. I like I, the wood ones a little bit. I think they're a little Especially better. for your home, yeah. Your home, you know, you hit it maybe with a little flour, a little semolina or something. In and out it goes. We're real good there. Um, as for the pizza stone goes, uh, you can go, you know, Alexa will send you anything. Yeah, right. I, I think I got mine on Amazon. I mean, it was like $30. I mean, she will. She'll send you anything. <laughs> or if you're one of those people that have to be hands-on, uh, they're available at a variety of kitchen stores. I think you can even get it at Target now. Yeah, like Target. You know. Yeah. Or someone in your neighborhood is going to be like a princess house lady. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or a pampered chef lady. Um, I don't know if those are quite as popular in the cities as they are in the suburbs. Basically, it's like the old Tupperware party idea uh, boosted up for culinary stuff. Um, one of my friends, uh, Christy, one of my Twitter followers, longtime Twitter followers, she is, uh, Christy does, uh, does pampered chef parties and she always says really, really cool stuff. And a lot of times when you go to these parties, they show you how to use it, right? which yeah. is kind of a neat idea. Like Jim is telling you, get the stone, um, you know, Jim doesn't have time to teach all of you to cook. And, I, and I've been a chef a long time, and, and it usually takes, you know, the first time I used my pizza stone and pizza peel, I, you know, it was there was cheese all over my oven. I had yep. to clean it up. Like, yeah, it takes a, a yeah, while. It's, even if you you know what you're doing, you have to figure, you know, figure things out. Sometimes it's it's like that. So we're well, just teaching people how to make pizza from home, from scratch. Yeah, or you can do pan zone, calzone. Everybody's had oh, to yeah, then you can fold it in half and bake it. And then, or I, the other day I, I, I had a little, I, I, I didn't feel like, baking the pizza dough that I had, so I kind of made a little inside-out type thing, and I put it in a pan with oil, and... and uh, Billy, yeah. people will know that's Vinny and Anita's uh, yeah. inside-out pizzas. Inside-out. Uh, Florida style, that's Florida another... Florida style. Yeah. Down the shore, it's called a pan zone. Pan, pan. They'll do it like in a cast iron pan. Okay. And you'll get the dough, and you'll throw in whatever you like, sauce, cheese, Fold whatever. it up. And then you kind of fold it in half, and the pan, the whole shebang, Whoa. goes right in the oven. Nice. And, you know, you cook it, finish it maybe under the broiler. It's crispy. It's this. It's that. Generally speaking, it's cheaper. Uh, especially, I mean, I was shocked. A buddy of mine, newly divorced, uh, living the dorm daddy life in a little one-bedroom joint. He's got like 19 frozen pizzas in, in his little freezer, right? Oh, wow. Each one of these things is like six fifty. Wow. And I'm just oh, like, yeah, hold on a second. What? And, you know, I've tried to teach this guy some cooking things over the years. It's never, you know, I'll, I'll just order out, man. It's too hard. And that's fine. It's your money. You know, spend it however you want to. Six fifty. dollars um, Jim and I are talking about maybe, you know, a buck a pie when you're done. To, and not only that, I, th I think I came home from work at 10 o'clock. I had pizza dough in my refrigerator, and I had on my plate within 15 minutes uh, uh, an inside-out. Yeah, fresh, Hot. cooked inside-out within 15 minutes. So. And again, there's the customization, right? Mm -hmm. I really like this. I really like that. Um, not everybody, you know, not every pizza joint, and, you know, now that we've expanded to a more national audience, Long Hots are kind of a local South Jersey South Philly type of flavor profile food. Um, not every pizza place is going to have them. Not every pizza place even bothers with roasted red peppers. Right. Maybe you're a big sun sun dried tomato fan. Uh, they're not as exciting as they used to be. The '80s are over. But you know, you can grab goat cheese and sun dried tomatoes, throw them in one of these crusts, and you know, have a little culinary nostalgia. When I mm. was in my twenties. Uh, the suburbanites couldn't get enough sun-dried tomatoes. It was like crack for them. Right. You know, and goat cheese. Um, the problem is one is real sweet and one is real funky. <laughs> <laughs> and not, only, not only that, like, you know, talking to the average person, like, this is a great, also a great way to get rid of leftovers, too. Yeah. Oh, my definitely. God. Yeah, yeah that, that can mash them all up in that pie, right? Well, one of the things that I used to do with pizza dough all the time was... After a while, there's only so much you can do for Thanksgiving, right? Exactly. There's only so many gobbler-type hoagies that you can make that are yeah. not this again, this again. And I've done everything. I dropped stuffing in a waffle iron. and You, you, <laughs> you know, every 12 months, you got to come up with a new idea, right? Especially if you have a family where people cook or they know you cook or whatever. It's always a thing, right? So I decided to get pizza dough. Like the Wednesday before Thanksgiving, every pizza joint is just banging, banging, banging. Uh, your pizza guy will be grateful if you just go in and grab a fistful of dough and leave, and not <laughs> ask him to cook you a ton of stuff right. on that on on that Wednesday. Um, take it home, you know what I mean? And you can throw all that stuff in there, cranberry sauce, mustard, whatever, and bake it off, and you get this weird sort of, you know, day at Black Friday in and out or whatever. 
and any of that stuff is better. And again, I feel like I'm kind of hammering the frozen food pizza people a little bit. But And I know there are people out there that are going to say, oh, J. Cole, when you had that pop-up in the Northeast, I know you guys did batter dipped frozen pizza slices. <laughs> I'll take the shot on that. That's true. We did do that. There was nothing we wouldn't throw in pancake mix right. and drop in a deep fryer. But what people in the Northeast eat at 2 in the morning the is Carnival diff- food over here. <laughs> no lie. Somebody even said, dude, all you need is a cornhole and like the big spinning wheel thing, you know? I'm like, fair enough. Now, Jim, take us through the process. You're an executive chef for many years. You are the grill master at Grubhouse Philly inside the Borscht Building. You and Moondog the, Grill. Don't forget. He's the, the grill master at Moondog. That grill is at least uh, what? Not take, the grill take, master. Take, it by 12? There, take our audience through the process. How would they make a pizza? So, I mean, like I said, it, it, it's really simple. At home, all you really need is, you know, like a cup of warm water, a little packet of yeast, little bit of salt, a little bit of sugar, and then flour. You can, and you know, you've got your your base for for a pizza dough, and you can add egg to that and make a, a non bread. You could add a little egg and sugar and make a you know cinnamon cinnamon roll bread. So I mean, once you learn how to you know, once you master just making a simple dough, you can do you know, it's pretty versatile. You can do a lot with it. And like John said, they can take the leftovers in the fridge. And I, you know, that's yeah, you like, know it's a mean? great way to get rid of leftovers. And make like a stromboli. Like, I don't want to eat that thing. And then, but then if you you know, make a stromboli out of it, all of a sudden it's 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 nice again. And in my my apartment, it, it would be a canned ham stromboli. <laughs> oh, no. You know what? I think when we do like our kitchen knockovers, the first one we're going to do is his bachelor pack. Oh, you and we're going to throw out the spam the broadcast hash can like a gummy bear um, the gummy pizza. bears all after, that stuff is after you move the clothes out of the way they're on the floor <laughs> this is pumpkin spice toothpaste now i understand more <laughs> stop it it all, all truth and this is actually a funny story in 2013 i actually got rid of my refrigerator uh, because I just feel that I eat out every day. You know There's you can really... just refill those, right? No, 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 no. I just felt like I eat out every day. There's really no need for refrigerators. I have not had a refrigerator in my apartment since 2013. If and I could, I'd put one in my that's car. That's crazy to me. And that is a health decision I made. Because I go to restaurants. If you go to phillyrestaurantreviews.com, and uh, you'll see over. Did you four- write a book about this? And I wrote a book. At Please, Barnes everyone, don't get rid of your refrigerator. <laughs> but <laughs> but I have four hundred and thirty-eight restaurants, all with photos, and I review them all because I eat out every day. I, and I they there. charge him extra money because they know he doesn't have the option to go home and eat. Funny Do you want this to go? Uh, no, no, this is a funny no, story. No, We've no. had guests refuse to come on the show because of my review. <laughs> so that has hurt us in a way. Uh, but all right, so pizza dough. Where do I go? You said Amazon. I can get the. Well, you, yeah, I mean, you can go anywhere to get a pizza oh, yeah, peel and a pizza stone. Yeah, have, sure. And um, even Target. The you basics. Can get uh, Alexa can hook you up with this stuff. As far as the yeast, I mean, even a small old style store like a like a Shoprite or something. Yeah. They'll have that in the baking aisle. That's three, and that's three things. You know, the pizza peel, um, the pizza stone, and then parchment paper. Uh, parchment paper. Always got to have in your yeah. house too because it, it helps. You know, slide the pizza. Okay, so and you can ne- get it a during the week because we kind of like breeze through the segment a little bit. That was one of the complaints I get. You guys breeze through the stuff, and they have questions. Well, from now on, when we do these little segments about food, we have questions at Jimmy Trash Talk, at Dining on a Dime One, at J underscore Cole. Good. Um, good. and 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 add us your questions, and you know, if you set your kitchen on fire. Message Kevin for that, but the uh, but the food stuff. <laughs> now, last uh, on episode forty nine, Jim gave tips on how to cook a burger, and he got tremendous response. Everyone loved it. And only two house fires in the <laughs> northeast. <laughs> You've only burnt down two houses, so that's good. And uh, McDonald's sold like three less hamburgers. <laughs> I know, right? You're, you're cutting into their billion dollar enterprise. Okay, we're going to go to commercial, and when we come back, executive chef, <laughs> we'll have real, we'll have real cooks. Yeah, there. we'll have a real cook, uh, executive chef Andrew Pierce and. And general manager of Hugo's Frog Bar and Chop House, uh, Dominique Frio. Is that right? And uh, we're going to go to commercial. We'll be back with our special guests. To uh, view hundreds of restaurant reviews and photos from Philadelphia restaurants, and to get more information about the Dining on a Dime podcast, go to www.phillyrestaurantreviews.com. Okay, we are back with our oh. very special guests. What we've been talking about off radio is 
<laughs> Chef Andrew's in disbelief that a grown man got rid of his refrigerator. <laughs> so he's asking Kevin to leave while we talk about this because, you know, I'm he's kind of offended. I'm more interested in knowing now what's in its place. Not an exercise <laughs> bike, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> not an exercise bike, that's the Not truth. an exercise bike. I, mean, I, don't, I don't know what's in there now. I mean, uh, well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what. Is it like uh, a big turkey fryer framed? and just like an open uh, flame you I have just, in your apartment? I, I eat out every day. If you go to the website, you'll see. I'm, at, I'm you, at, all is, over. Is all your drinks warm now? Oh no no no! I I, I, I just drink water. water so from you can't pad. see on the radio, but when he said it's a health decision, he used the air <laughs> quotes. <laughs> quotes. You can't see that. <laughs> Let's talk about Hugo's uh, inside. We have the... refrigerators. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they do have refrigerators and cold, water. <laughs> and cold water. Inside the beautiful Sugar House Casino, uh, I want to introduce Chef Andrew Pierce, executive chef, and the general manager Dominique. Uh, chef Andrew. Let's dig deep into the Sugar House. Hugo's, uh, Hugo's at the Sugar House. Tell us about it. So we are located inside Sugar House Casino, and we are Hugo's Frog Bar and Chop House. Um, what a lot of people don't know about us is that we are part of Gibson's Restaurant Group out of Chicago. Very famous, very famous steakhouse. Um, one of the top grossing steakhouses in the country. They own several restaurants and different concepts. Uh, another one of theirs, which is actually the third top grossing restaurant in the United States, mm -hmm. is The Boathouse. It's at Disney Springs in Orlando. Um, so we're actually part of that group. We're part of that group of the under their umbrella. We are voted the best steakhouse in Philadelphia last year, and we won Diner's Choice Award this past year as well. And we have we're the first restaurant group in the United States to have our own certification of beef. Let's talk about that because I think that that is what separates you goes from the rest. You have the yeah, certification. Yeah, because let's be honest, I can find the steak anywhere. Absolutely. It's, you know, the quality of the meat. I mean, exactly. when you start putting I don't mind paying to go to a steakhouse. I mean, I know I joke around all the time about, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's a gypsy card somewhere selling cheesesteak. But realistically, if you're going to spend steak, you know, steakhouse money, and in my case, that means long pants, socks, a real shirt, yeah. um, which is like a harm to me, but I will dress up. But I really want to know that I'm getting a decent piece Absolutely. of beef. I mean, I'm sorry not to offend anybody else. I also want to know, I, mean, I think there's a lot of people like me who are savvy about the, the business. Like, what does that entail? Like, what is... What so is... basically what happened when Gibson's were starting out, they needed something to set them apart from the other steakhouses in the market because Chicago is such a huge beef area um, with a million amazing steakhouses. So uh, Steve Lombardo is our owner and very business savvy. And he wanted to see what they could do to basically market themselves differently. Um, and so what happened was, as you are familiar with, every grade, you know, choice, select, prime, has different specs, different requirements that you have to meet. So he said, well, what if, what if we buy our own cattle? What if we raise our own cattle and we take those specs of prime and make them a little bit harder to hit? What if we take the, the marbling, the, the breed of cow, and we make that certification something that's even harder to hit instead of you know like del frisco's like the palm restaurants like that they all serve prime steak which is is, is great he took what it took to be prime and made it harder to hit and they actually the usda awarded us our own certification you could look at any one of my steaks and i can tell you what cow they came from their g schedule it can trace all the way back to what they ate how long they were fed corn how long they were fed grass they can they can do all that with the way we we handle our beef and we do it also in the most humane way possible as well. Um, so that's really what sets us apart. He's absolutely right. You can get a great cut of beef anywhere in the city. But if you want to have the best cut, that's why you come to Hugo's. That is awesome. And I want to go to the general manager, Dominique, because my phone is blowing up. <laughs> my phone is going crazy because of the cake i am being told i talk, mentioned the cake it talk was about, really the, you talk about the cake let's have dominique you know, oh, I'm chat sorry. about Go the ahead, cake no. and then we'll have the chef so a slice of our big cake is um oop. enough to feed five people <laughs> enough to feed five people and five of your neighbors mm. um so if you get a slice of cake you need to have a lot of forks and a refrigerator and a refrigerator <laughs> looking at you <laughs> So our cakes are 18 inches round. Um, they are eight la or six layers of chocolate cake, chocolate mousse, vanilla whipped cream, raspberry puree, fresh bananas. I'll be right back. Covered in slivered <laughs> almonds, and that's called our meaning of life cake. Boy, is it. 
And um, we have five different cakes each week, and we rotate them, so you get a surprise every time you come in. Oh, wow. Oh. I didn't know that, because I, I had the cake I had when I went there, was, an, out, and I used to be a bakery manager, and it was out of this world. It really was. And I didn't know you'd rotate them. I was like... We do. Our big cakes always get rotated, and then we have our staples. Our carrot cake is just as big. It's a 10-inch that's cake. That's the one I had. I had the carrot <laughs> cake. It was, yeah, but and it's about eight inches high. each cake weighs about 50 pounds. Huge. And... To make it even better, this big cake that we have, we only slice it into six. Wow. That is amazing. So, Kev, you finish this up. I, hold on. Something came up. Road trip. My phone is still going nuts. My phone is still going. Uh, so basically, you can end your meal with a different cake mm -hmm. every, what, week? Oh, every day. Every day. Every day, every day we amazing. change our big cake. Mm-hmm. And that, then we keep our staples as well. We brought you chocolate mousse pie today. Oh, yeah, if you like cool. chocolate mousse. None for Andrew, you. About, Chef Andrew, let's, let's have you talk about the cake. So the cake is amazing. Um, obviously, we don't know what portion control is because <laughs> everything we do is huge at Hugo's. Um, we really encourage sharing. We really encourage, you know, we want you to like the person you're going out with because um, everything that we do, it's just so huge. It's it's too much for one person. Um, I'm, we, I'm hearing a challenge is what I'm hearing. Yeah. You know, I it's like funny. We joked around about share. this because I would love to see one of you guys come in and try to finish a John, cake John, I'm yourself. off Tuesday morning. I was going to say, hold on a second. I just can't finish a cake. I'd like to just see you finish a slice. slice. My I'm, nickname I'm in can't... high school was cake. <laughs> I can't... could probably do I know it. they didn't call you the fridge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm canceling my cardiologist's appointment yeah, right. for Tuesday That's... morning. Now, all kidding aside, though, my phone is blowing up. Talk about the cake. Talk about the cake. We so uh, so you, when you finish your meal, it changes every day. It'll change correct? every day. So make sure you save room. <laughs> yes, you need to save room. Which, which is like easy there. The it is <laughs> but I, I don't think... know if you're a fan of creme brulee either. But we break, we bake our creme brulees in pie tins. As wow! Well. So it's not those and little dainty. And that's what dainty, you get for your table. That's what you get for your table. It's oh not those goodness. little dainty uh, creme brulee dishes where you three little ramekin, of... little ramekin. <laughs> no, ours goes in a pie tin. Nice. Wow. So I mean, and when I say chocolate mousse pie, our chocolate mousse pie is seven inches high. Wow. And then it's got this, this episode is butter sponsored and by Oreo. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Nothing but butter and Oreo on the bottom. That's true. Top oh. of the chocolate fudge. It's, it's absolutely like my amazing. Stomach, I think at the bottom of my stomach when they find <laughs> the contents. But I, I think that goes hand in hand with a high quality steakhouse because that means you do everything well. Another thing that people always talk about are the crab cakes. The crab so cakes. you go to Hugo's, you have a wide variety of the best of everything. Uh, great steak we just talked about, Gibson, you know, yeah, with the certification. Uh, but you also do crab cakes. And if you go to their Yelp reviews, that's what people brag about most. Uh, talk about the crab cakes. Well, the crab cakes, um, we actually just had a bunch of influencers in from Instagram. And, of course, we want to show them what we're known for. So we give them the steak and all that. Well, we had one that was just in last night, and they got the crab cakes. His wife is just wanted seafood and she got the crab cakes and she was so blown away <laughs> it is two seven ounce crab cakes wow you get coleslaw french fries hot pink mayo uh -huh. our whole philosophy is i know this is called dining on a dime where you think steakhouse that you have to go in you have to be dressed up or you have to spend three hundred dollars for a great meal well we like to give people options because nice. we know not everyone can afford three hundred dollars all the time sure. we want you to come in once or twice a week so our whole left side of the menu is dedicated to just coming in for dinner. Our burgers are out of this world. We have sandwiches. We have salads. Everything, once again, is huge. So you're going to be able to take leftovers home. I don't even have to do the value part of the show anymore. Yeah, just, really. Like, go over to you guys, man. I'm staying home. Bye. And yeah. what, another thing about value is that the Sugar House Casino actually has free parking. Ugh, and that is something oh, that right, is let's be honest. better than that. For the people that are listening to us beyond the Philly area, Parking is a nightmare. It's like the Hunger Games for a parking spot yeah. in Philadelphia. So if somebody has, I know there's someone listening to us, and thank you very much, like out in Princeton, and they have no idea what parking right. issues are. But in Philadelphia, parking's hard. And when we, someone says, hey, look, I've got you know a 17-pound piece of cake for you, <laughs> and I've got like 19 crab cakes and free parking, you might as well move in. I mean, that's a value right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. And a lot of places that uh, look at these fancy steakhouses in Center City, you mm -hmm. would have to pay the valet. $40 and, to yeah, park? Oh, yeah. It's $40 to park. It's right at least 40 to park. And then uh, talking about um, <clears throat> their reputation from beef. Sure. Everybody knows last year I did a sponsor trip, and I made it really clear. I didn't want people to think it was not um, from Disney Springs. And they sent me over like a 10-day period to like 12 different places. One of the places they sent me to was the Boathouse. Oh, look at that. Uh, not 
that I have a problem with seafood. It's just, you look at me, obviously, I'm like a beef and pork guy. They bring out a burger. I sat at the bar. You know, it's one of the things where I, they kind of asked me to go in off hours because I don't want to take a table. It's just basically me and one other person. And they did their Sandwich King burger, which people were like, you're really going to get a burger at a boathouse? I'm like, I think it's going to be good here. And it comes out. People know I love cherry peppers, it's fried cherry mm-hmm. peppers. Oh and it was maybe the best burger I've had in the state of Florida. Oh, wow. The, and, and, this, and this is a seafood place. Yugo's is not a seafood place. This is a chop house. So right. the point I'm trying to make here is if they're killing it in a seafood place yeah. with a burger like that, what do you think they're doing at a chop house? With burgers and sandwiches and, you know. Yeah, and uh, it's just amazing the versatility of Hugo's. Uh, I want to talk about Christmas season is coming. Uh, I was at the Palm, ironically, when uh, they were hosting a Christmas party. Mm -hmm. And what I was impressed with was that my customer service did not get uh, ignored. I had a great meal, had nice customer service. Uh, Sometimes when these places have parties and stuff like that, it does affect the regular people. Talk about what you guys offer in, as far as events. Well, I'm going to let Dominique take events because okay. she's sure. going to be able to tell you all about what we're doing because we do have 10,000 square feet of event center space. We do weddings, concerts, venues, and she will tell you all yeah, about real that. Real quick, though, I want to stress 10,000 square feet of event space. That is amazing. Go and we're doing a lot of work within the city with that, that That's space awesome. as well. So. so not only do we have our private dining room inside Hugo's, um, we also have the event center, which is above Hugo's. Um, so like Chef Andrew said, we have concerts, um, there's boxing, there's all different things that we could transform this room into. But the best part about that view or that room is the view. Uh, you get the ro- the view to the Ben Franklin Bridge. Oh, it's wow. absolutely stunning. Um, but you can also get that view inside Hugo's as well on our back patio, um, which is right next to our private dining room. But we'll create special menus for you. And, you know, you're paying for your party. You want it to be the best party that you're ever going to throw. Absolutely. So, uh, another thing I'll add on to her discussion is what really, like, as just as much as the restaurant sets us apart upstairs is we have 10,000 square foot yeah. space. but we are not a banquet hall. We're not Chess Cafe. We're not Finnegan's. The same steaks that you have downstairs in Hugo's is the same food that I serve upstairs. That's the same quality of product. Point. That's a great point. That's a great point because I, I hear that all not. the time. I, I get people telling me, yeah, I would oh, think I not. went That's here great. and went there, and there was like a vastly different experience. And I'm like, sorry. you know, yeah, We don't do banquet food. We do restaurant food in a banquet hall. That is a great point. I uh, just want to uh, talk. Let, who can talk about the drinks? You or, or Dominique? She drinks yeah. more than me. I like, mean, nah, nah, I want to talk about the drinks. Because, She's yeah. leaning against the wall, so we're going to turn that one over to her. I, yeah. I, I personally do not drink, but I have friends that do, well, and they no, love Hugo's. How would you keep anything and cold? Yeah, they're saying they love, they love have, Hugo's. For we the have drink. a huge bar, uh, a lot of fine wines. Uh, our bourbon selection is fantastic. Um, and, you know, we're bringing in all different kind of vodkas. I know everybody's on keto these days doing vodka mm-hmm. and club. Um, so we have an array of different things. And we're about to start our new uh, fall menu coming the second week of October. So yep. our new bar menu is going to take off with that as well. Dom, tell them about the other specialty in the bar on Thursdays. Uh, we also have buck shuck uh, which is, you guys like oysters? Yeah, and it's very popular. Oh, yes. my God. It, we, yeah, it is. After 37 bouts of gout, yes, I like <laughs> oysters. I, yeah. I shuck oysters for Royal Boucherie, so I'm, I'm kind of sick of them. But I, I, Yeah, but let me, let's <laughs> talk about the bucket shuck, because uh, everybody I know that's a foodie loves this. Also yeah, live music so we with have, Rich. We have dollar oysters on Thursdays. Uh, we have piano players that come in from 5 to 8. So it's really perfect for a date night, and then it's also good to come out with the guys and watch Thursday night football. Yeah. Especially if the Cowboys are on. <laughs> oh, we're in Eagle's house. Just Chef is the only one in the kitchen that's a Cowboys fan. Uh, send your emails of that, that, to Sugar House. Who am I going to see there? Like, if I, you all, that's, some yeah. celebrities? Yeah, so we've right? had Doug Peterson come in. Um, a lot of the Eagles players have been coming in on their off time. Um, you'll never know who you're going to see when you come into Hugo's, which is pretty cool. Yeah, Jason Peters, Jordan Howard, shout out to them. They loved everything last week. Oh, that's great. Yeah, Charles Barkley is one of his favorite spots when he comes into oh, town. Oh, yeah, definitely. Charles Barkley's mm-hmm. been nice. in. Um, obviously, Meek Mills, Drake's are all favorites there. So it's good. You never know who you're going to see. Stop by and check us out. That's outstanding. And I just I have to say this because I was given uh, an email from someone. 
I was told that the restaurant's name, how did they come up with the name? Let's talk about it. That's her, too. It comes from its original owner, Hugo Raleigh. Talking about the frogs. His grandfather was known as Frog. Yes. Am I right? See, I'm a journalist. I'm a journalist. I don't just receive emails. <laughs> I'm a journalist. And uh, the You sure you don't drink? Grandfather was known as Frog. The Chicago is well known for serving up top grade chops and so uh, and epic desserts. But talk more about uh, the name, Grandpa Frog. So Grandpa Frog used to take the kids down to the pond, um, and they used to catch tadpoles and frogs, and then he'd go and cook them up. Um, so you will see frog legs on our menu. They are one of our specialties. Nope. Um, chef will make them sautéed with garlic and butter. Um, wow. If not, sometimes we'll do them fried if the guest requests. How about that? I have a question. Now, we're talking about things that make Hugo's a little bit different and unique. Mm -hmm. Talk a little bit, if you want to, about the main course. Oh, well, the main course was amazing. So that was, um, it's basically a very intimate, private dining experience. And I say experience because it is not like your normal chef's tables, anywhere like that. What it is, is a dinner for 16 people, and I cook right there in front of you. I bring out all the product. We cook from raw to finish, right in front of everybody. You get to ask questions. You have fun. If anybody follows us on Instagram at Hugo's Philly, um, you could definitely see what it was like. Uh, we did it two Thursdays ago, completely sold out. Tickets went so fast. We did it out on the balcony with the Ben Franklin Bridge in the background. Uh, a couple people are celebrating anniversary dinners, first dates. It's really just an interactive experience where you don't have to be a foodie. You could just want a night out from the regular sit down, someone takes your order, food appears. Wow. This is really how you can see where it starts. That is and awesome. And how to finish. And, it, and it's fun. We have a good time. We're laughing. Everyone's drinking wine. Um, but it's great. We actually had a special guest show up last time. Hugo, Hugo Frog. Frog himself oh, was there. Oh, the world famous. Yeah. Um, Hugo Frog. That's and it's great. great. And it's stuff that's not on our menu. Um, I work very closely with local farmers. We source the best vegetables, the best steaks. Um, last time we had Wagyu flown in for this event. Nice. We had all types of crazy produce that she last. We had like purple ninja radishes. And, uh, <laughs> uh, Did you ever hear of a moon grape? No. I've never heard <laughs> of a moon, moon grape. grapes on the menu. I've um, heard of liverwurst. <laughs> so it's really fun, you know. Um, it's a great experience. That's awesome. And uh, if you read my book, Table for One at Barnes & Noble, I tell a story how I was in a famous chef's... You have a book? Chef's restaurant. Did you not, mention, the, I not mentioned this before? I'm in a famous chef's restaurant, and I had the blog, and they said, oh, well, why don't you go over to the chef's table? One of the worst meals I've ever had. I was like, maybe I should have came here blindfolded because I'm looking at the celebrity chef. Now you know chef why cooking. he didn't get to a second chef. No, 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 table. but I'm That's saying I'm story. at the celebrity chef cook my meal and it was horrible. Go ahead, and, so, uh, chef. That, well, we haven't had that experience yet, but you're more than welcome to come to the You're next off the one. list. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking. laughing when he was saying that. I was thinking about that. Uh, you can contact uh, Hugo's. Hugo'sPhilly.com is their website. H U G O S. Philly.com. Uh, you can catch them on Facebook and Instagram at Hugo's Philly. H-U-G-O-S Philly. Uh, that's on Facebook and Instagram. Just so you know, we did a show about how to own a restaurant, what are the restaurant trends, you know, the business of a restaurant. <laughs> My summary was don't. And yeah, it was like, exactly. and, don't. and I'll tell you, you what, like. it, it was like 70% uh, or 90% of the people that go to a restaurant go to their Facebook page. Mm -hmm. So that's important. So yeah. it's at Hugo's Please check Philly. Us out. You'll, you can see the huge cakes that are on there. Uh, we've been getting a lot of great publicity from local Philadelphia food bloggers. They've been coming in, uh, posting a lot of stuff about it. So we're really trying to get our name out there. Um, you, know, you can check out my Yelp review of it. And, you know, yeah. And if you have a fridge at home, you can take left. <laughs> so our new fall menu is coming up as well. Um, so you'll see some of Chef's favorites. But um, they will have his scallops, which he is very well known for with his um, debut on Hell's Kitchen. He was on mm. season six. I was kind of waiting for yeah, the end right. of that. I, I the, the elephant in the room. I no, got people I messaging me. I, I, wanted, I, I, didn't, I didn't want to dive into Hell's Kitchen until no, the end. Usually I'm the elephant end. in the room, but in this Chef? case, the elephant in the room is, uh, yeah. Chef, is, if you, you want know, to talk about your experience with the greatest guy in the history of the world, Gordon Ramsay, uh, go ahead. You know, Hell's Kitchen was a lot of fun. I was on Good Day Philadelphia, and just so happened they were there casting for Hell's Kitchen. I had no idea. Uh, I did the show with Mike Jarek, went back down to work. Um, the bartender comes back and she was like, hey, there's somebody here from Hell's Kitchen that wants to talk to you. I said, okay. Sure there was. Um, <laughs> so she's like, no, I'm serious. So I come out there, I talk to them. I wanted nothing to do with doing a show at the time. I went down to 
uh, Dallas and got a job in Dallas in the interim, and they kept calling me, come back, come back, just come up. Well, I ended up going to New York to do an interview with them. Um, they loved me. They flew me to L.A. for a week. Next thing I know, I was casted for season 16 on Hell's Kitchen. How about that? It's great because there's a lot of Hell's Kitchen chefs here in Philly. Sure. There's a ton of us here. Um, I'm the best one, but there is a lot of us here. <laughs> You're the only one that's a head chef, I believe. <laughs> no, my buddy Johnny, I think he does oh, burgers. Okay. Um, if you saw the show, he's like the head chef of one. No, he does good work. Um, but... Yeah, so there's a lot of people from Philadelphia that was on Hell's Kitchen. I think it's a great way to get your name out there. I know I've never been to the Playboy Mansion before, so that was amazing. Yeah, sure. Um, and I can't believe how many people actually watch the show because I get noticed all the time between the restaurant up there. And um, the biggest question I get asked is, Gordon Ramsay really is crazy and as nuts as, no. as he is on TV? And I'm like, absolutely <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, he's really nice. He's a great guy, but um, you know, I learned a lot being on the show, and it was a great experience. And for you him. have to have something to get people to watch yeah, the show. Yeah, you have to. Because we talked to him when he was doing the hot potato in Fishtown. He was redoing oh my the gosh, whole. That's our friends it's too. Funny. Our friends yeah. are on the show. Um, people that work for me now. Works with us now. Oh no too. way! Yeah, well, she's one say, of my hello, bartenders say hello. Say hello for me. But yeah. uh, we were talking to him, and this is like the greatest guy ever. Yeah, he's a, a nice guy. That's just for TV because I thought he well, was. Well, if you watch some of the other shows, right? Like if you have, if you're a cord cutter. Or maybe you're just like really into like internet TV, right? You'll see the other things he's done that haven't necessarily aired yeah. in this country. Yeah, and he is different. He's he behaves differently. I understand almost like pro wrestling. We reference that a lot on the show. Yeah. The Gordon character you see on Hell's Kitchen, you know, where he's screaming to people. Everybody who's worked in the kitchen knows, yeah, voices get raised, feelings yeah. get hurt. Oh, not uh, mine. You, you know. <laughs> yeah, we're very nice. um, Unless you're in a feud with Devin. Yeah. <laughs> but you would not get a whole lot done if that's all you did. Right. The way they edit these shows... That's sort of the they have way to keep it, people coming in. Yeah, you know what I mean? It literally, Gordon is not throwing a chair at people every week because it would just be, you know, an empty kitchen and, right. you know, he'd be cooking. And, uh, Chef, what would you order if you were to eat at Hugo's? What would you Well, that's would a great be? question. Yeah, what would I order? So I would start with the bacon wrapped scallops, okay. um, which we just got reviewed. And the, the biggest highlight was about our Jim bacon wrapped scallops. down. Wow. Um, <laughs> Because, I mean, they are out of this world. We, like I said, we, we source the best local seafood, anything we get. We have these Viking Village scallops out of New Jersey that we um, we blanch and then we, we wrap the bacon around. And it's, they are crisp. And oh they're served God. with a brown sugar butter. That's what I'm starting with. Then for my salad course, I'm going on to the wedge salad. I'm going to definitely try the lobster bisque. When it comes to the entree part, I'm either going with the Philly cut, which is the bone-in filet. Or the 26-ounce porterhouse, because that is the boast of, like, the best of both worlds. Um, now to talk about sides. Yes. Nothing is going to get better in this entire city than our King Crab Mac and Cheese. Oh, no, boy. It is out of this world, and I have some here for you today. Oh, thank you. I also brought you the Chicago Cut, which is our 22-ounce bone-in ribeye. I love it. Our 16-ounce <laughs> Just end the show strip. now. Yeah, Go right, to you guys. Right. Good night, everybody. We're going to leave early. <laughs> That's um, fantastic. Broccolini. Our Brussels sprouts have a maple, uh, a maple bourbon butter with caramelized bacon shallots. Um, also on them, which are out of this world. But like I said, now when you're done with all that delicious food, you've got to save room for the cake. And I want to let everyone know John Cole is a very popular person on Twitter, has a few thousand followers. He'll take a photo and share it on his Twitter yeah, page. Yeah, we'll get pictures of everything, sure. And I will share it on the greatest uh, restaurant, stuff. the re greatest Your restaurant book? website in the history of mankind. I will yes. share that later on tonight. <laughs> uh, tell us more. What about you, Dominique? What if you were to sit and you were to have the chef's... Wow. Masterpiece cooking? What she does. So there's do. no if. I mean, what, <laughs> what, what is your favorite? I mean, I'm doing your review, I'm and curious. I'm hungry. And then she just waits. <laughs> well, for my appetizer, um, our calamari is the best. Wow. Um, mm. So it's not your traditional calamari. It's a little sweet and savory. Nice. Um, it has a sweet chili frat, sweet chili sauce on top. Um, and then I'm going to have to go with... Our garbage salad. Mm. Now, our garbage salad is everything that's in the drawer. It there's oh, provolone, boy. there's shrimp, oh. uh, peppered salami. I love it. Um, Hold on, I want to see if she can name me all eleven <laughs> ingredients. Go ahead, boss. Good. Onions. Good, Dominique. Um, <laughs> we got tomatoes. Six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Onions, tomatoes, cucumber, uh, and smoked mozzarella. Did I forget anything? <laughs> There's lettuce, too. I don't <laughs> Let's let Chef Jim ask the other chef a question. You have a question for Chef? Uh, and don't ask him for a job. Okay? <laughs> ask him for a like, yeah. restaurant job. I, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. Like, so uh, 
going back to the um, the certification of the the beef and everything, is, it, is that still through the USDA or, or, or so they work with you yeah. with, with that whole it's all through the, whole the USDA. Situation. Yep, they actually award us a certificate. So they're the one that, that gave it to you, yes. uh, and mm-hmm. uh, that yeah. So that's that's really uh, that, yeah. If you, if, I mean, it, it's hard for someone who's not in the business to like. They would hear that and be like, "Oh, okay," but like if you're in the business, that's something serious. Like, oh yeah, and they're and the I think only people one, should know. Right? Yeah, we yeah. were the first one. I think there is now another restaurant group okay. who kind of went along the same lines, but we we're the first ones. And like yeah, like you said, yeah, the USDA actually um, they award us that certificate um, as part of it. So see, that's a big, it's a big deal. deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal because it's unique and it, yeah. it'll bring you in for real steak lovers. Uh, Dominique, I only got you for the calamari and the garbage salad. Go ahead. Oh, so, and then I'm going to have to end my entree with crab cakes. Oh, They're absolutely yeah. delicious. They're like giant hockey pucks. And, and you get two, so you could share with somebody. And there's no filler. It's all jumbo all lump crab meat. See, that's uh, that's the point I wanted to make. If you get nothing out of this uh, interview with Chef, is look at the versatility. You know what I mean? They're doing great steaks. They're doing unbelievable crab cakes. They have a garbage salad uh, that is unbelievable. You like the scallops. So every end of the spectrum you cover and you master. I'll give you an example. I had an older couple email me. He loves steak. She loves seafood. This Mm -hmm. would be the best spot. Yeah, it's you know what I mean? the best spot in Philly. Yeah, and the crab And cakes, there's free parking. Can't and there's free that. parking. Can't free parking free at the Sugar House. I mean, this is fantastic. And uh, let's talk about Gibson Group. we got about two minutes. Uh, they own the Hugos in Chicago. Right, so Gibson's is, is based on our back when they manage us. Um, and they had the same problem when they first started out as we did. Like They weren't busy. So what happened was they, they stayed open later, and right around the time when they opened up was when the Bulls started doing great. Uh, well, there was nowhere to eat. At 12.30 when the Bulls got done their late practice or their late games. So what happens was they started going to Gibson's because that was the only place that was open that had good food. Yeah. Now all of a sudden buzz started buzzing around. People started saying like, oh my God, Michael, Michael Jordan's, Jordan's having dinner there. at Gibson's. Yeah. And so we kind of started doing the same thing. All these Eagles players, all these famous people are coming in. We're really trying to start promoting that and getting that buzz out so we can start getting busier. Aside from that, we have the best steak in Philadelphia. The most epic desserts. Guys, this is the place where you want to come. If you're looking for a night out with your girl, somewhere special, anniversary, dinner, whatever, come to Hugo's Frog Bar and chop out. I, I promise I, I, you is won't there, be There's something special going on in fall. I don't know if you've heard of it. Like around the Ben Franklin Bridge, it's going to be like a, a ghost ship. It's going to be some kind of visual oh, wow. thing where you, like, you're going to be able to see a ghost ship. It's going to be uh, – so I think that Hugo's would be a great place to, to, to watch that. From. July 4th, you guys are – We do. We do Huge. fireworks um, outside so you can see them on the patio and um, also Eve. from – our parking garage as well. The best views are in the parking garage, to That's be honest. absolutely correct, because uh, if you go to Port Richmond, where I live, and you go to Fishtown or Northern Liberties, the people in those areas know to go to Sugar House watch and the watch the fireworks. Yes, fireworks. You have another uh, culinary kung fu competition coming up next week, don't Yeah, you? Tuesday at the Northeast Chamber of Commerce, I will be competing on a chop competition. For flavors. For flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, um, I mean, if you guys want to come out and watch me win that, I love Chop. <laughs> so, dude, I watch Chop twenty hours a day. Yeah, Chop is great. <laughs> I'm trying to get him on Chop. He's got to go on that show. In, yeah. in between not having a refrigerator, this level is pretty high though. For I watch Chop. That was seriously. I mean, Chopped is the best it's show. No, not to slam fun. anyone that's on Chopped, but yeah. his level is kind of high oh, yeah, for that. That's level. more, yeah. and I'm not slamming anybody, but that's a line cook competition. Yeah. Every, that's yeah. not yeah. like a, Every chef loves a challenge, though. Yeah. Oh, no, I agree. <laughs> and like true. I said, if it sounds like I'm slamming someone, I'm not. I, could, I, mean, I couldn't do it. You'd, you'd hand me a box, I'd sit down, I'd just start eating the ingredients. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm, I, I, no, I was going to eat that. But, you know, yeah. I, but the truth is, you kind of see these different shows. When we've talked about this before, yeah. you got Hell's Kitchen, you got Master Chef, you got Top Chef, you got all these different shows. These are like at different levels. He's at though. a much higher level. Yeah, I mean, he's an yeah. executive chef at a top place already. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? For him, the, oh, well, what are you going to do with this, this, this? His problem is just picking one thing out of ten. Yeah. Where maybe someone who's like a pot washer again, I'm not slamming anybody. You know, maybe they've never even heard of you know Wheel of Coche or something. So they're just like, uh, this corn has gone bad. And wrong with the corn. <laughs> and once again, That'd we wa- we want to thank <laughs> we want to thank Executive Chef Andrew Pierce and General Manager Dominique Frio from the beautiful Hugo's Frog Bar and Chop House inside. Sugar House Casino, 1001 North Delaware Avenue. Uh, the beautiful place, the best steakhouse in Philly. You can see no- John and I there. Uh- 
yeah. Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> you got to come Thursday. He's like, oh, bring, it, bring your girl. <laughs> yeah. no, I, so my we, wife can stay home. I'm, I'm bringing someone else that actually knows how to eat. We want to thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, I want everyone out there listening, uh, phillyrestaurantreviews.com. Oh, my God. I will stay show hungry, I will everyone. Show photos. Go to we'll you see you guys. next week. We'll see you next thank week. You. Thank you, guys. For more details and information on what's happening in and around Philly, check out Philly Bite Magazine online at phillybite.com. Or tune in to Dying on a Dime on the My Philly Dish Hour, Tuesdays through Fridays at 11 a.m. right here on IndyPhilly.com.